All right, Lou, we already covered 1 to 22. We're going to hop in with the 23rd pick. And, I mean, I know we're not Patriot fans, but where we come from, there's definitely a lot around us. So we're kind of surrounded yeah. by them. But but let's hear what you have the Patriots doing at 23. Yeah, so I had them getting Grant Delpit. I, I don't think that McCourty comes back, and I don't think they, they give him all that money, and I think they really need a guy that suits them because he can tackle. He's the best tackling safety in the draft by far. He has good instincts. He's very, very strong. Uh, but the one thing that he's going to have to get coached into, he does sometimes uh, have trouble closing out on deep routes, and he, and, he, and he can get burned on that. So that's one thing that Pat's can coach people up to. I mean, McCordy was, was getting burned for a while there. Uh, and then who's after them? Is it? The oh, Saints. Oh, wow, the Saints. Yeah. Um, I kind of went a long shot on this one. I went Noah Igbenyoher. Okay. The cornerback. Yeah. Uh, he's got good ball skills. He can play zone like the Saints usually like to play. He's very fast. Uh, but he needs experience in the man press. He gets a little overzealous and can get burned. I mean, we've seen Saints corners get burned quite for a few. Sure. In the past, uh, and then to their arch rival, uh, the the Vikings. Right after that, uh, this dude I love out of TCU, Ross Blacklock. Nice, nice, yeah, they, really they, good they, run stopper. No, they they def, they definitely did rave about him uh, with the defensive tackle position, and that that's like one of the specific positions, like along with like wide receiver, uh, that that's just so deep in this draft. Um, so that that's another guy that that's a top talent that that's gonna fall just because there's just other positions, other needs for other teams, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And he is just... Uh, the only concern they said with him is his ACL that he tore uh, the season before last. Wow, sounds like a Pats guy. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then right after that, uh, at the... What is this? Uh, with the Dolphins. Wow, they're back up again. They have some really good picks from Houston this one. I think now that they have the pass rusher and the quarterback... They go for more of a captain of the defense, and I think they get Zach Bond from Wisconsin. Wow. I think he's got really good speed. He's a great pass rusher. Uh, he can play in coverage, but he does struggle against tight ends that are really big because he is small for the position mm-hmm. and like a Jibiro Pappas-esque way, but he's a much better player. And then... Uh, the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks. Ooh, this is my favorite lineman in the whole draft. Uh, I think he's going to go higher than this, uh, but I would love to see him fall to the Seahawks. Killed it at the Combine. Tristan Worfus. Nice. He is really good. He's athletic. Uh, The only thing they said, again, is his hands. He doesn't have great hands uh, to kind of, you know what I mean, keep the defenders off. But he has a great first step. He's huge. He's fast. Um, But, yeah, Norman, I would love to see them get him. Yeah, I mean, that'd that'd be awesome for for their run game. That'd be also for Russell Wilson, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm going to come in at 23, and this is my first and only tight end. Uh, I, wow. I think that they really need uh, a, a tight end position. The Pats do. Um, and I just think Cole Kmet uh, is really the, the one guy that's kind of setting himself aside from the rest yeah. of the group. Um, so so I think that that's where the Pats go. But I think it's very likely that the Pats trade down. I mean, we saw them get rid of their second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. Uh, I think they're going to try and make, make up for that. And maybe Kmet's a guy that if they trade to the right second-round pick that they could still get, you know? Yeah. Um, the Saints... At 25, uh, 24, I have them getting Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Diggs' brother. Wow. I, I think he's going to be a, a, a really good guy in, in the league. And I, I don't think you can ever have enough corners. I mean, just imagine the secondary if, if Jack Rabbit stays there, Marshawn Lattimore, Jack Rabbit, and Trayvon Diggs. I feel like that'd be like a really solid group. Mm-hmm. And we really wouldn't have to worry about that defense as far as everything went with the Saints. Uh, you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, but, but but my next pick, I have the Vikings. Uh, I have another corner going. I have uh, Kristen Fulton from LSU. He's a guy that played in the national championship. And 
he he may be like uh, one of those iffy guys that that could get burned. We talked about this, um, but but I think if Xavier Rhodes is still going to be there, the roads are no longer closed. The roads yeah. are always open. Oh no, yeah. So so if it's he's a just <laughs> so if he's going to be a guy that that just kind of wants to men- mentor him and, and get him in the right position, you know, I, I think that that would be a good group: Fulton, uh, Trey Waynes, and, and Rhodes. You know, mm-hmm. um, but but the next pick, the Dolphins. I had the, I had them getting a quarterback. I had them get another position. Um, I'm going to have them getting a pass rusher here, and that's your guy, Lou, Utah Gross Matos from Penn State. Gross Matos. Uh, yeah, I think I think Penn State's really been producing a lot of talent over the past couple of years. Um, it, it's really making uh, that organization look, look really well, you know, that, that mm-hmm. school, everything going on there. And shout out my guy, Saquon, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but with the next pick, I got, I got the Seahawks. I do think that they retain uh, Jadavion Clowney. I feel like since they kind of made the deal to not franchise tag him when they trade him, that there's a good relationship there. And if Russell Wilson was your quarterback, why would you want to leave? You yeah. know what I mean? And that I, defense too. Well, that's what I mean. I feel like he's going to be the staple for that defense. Um, and if he is, and, and they did get this guy, I feel like they'd be two elite guys really rushing the passer and stopping the run. And that's uh defensive end outside linebacker from Alabama, Terrell Lewis going to the wow. Seahawks. Uh, I think, I think those two guys have, have a very similar skill set and, and just kind of trying to block the both of those guys in the same play I think would be very difficult but Lou let's hear Ravens all the way to Chiefs yeah so I really like this guy for the Ravens Kenneth Martin from Oklahoma he's probably the best player on Oklahoma yeah Uh, in my opinion he's a good inside linebacker and just not that the Ravens are I mean they really haven't had a great linebacker since Ray Lewis uh CJ Mosley yeah yeah that's true they signed him but he he was banged up am I wrong no so he he was with them when Ray Lewis was there but he he left him for agency to the Jets He's a great tackler, this kid. He hits hard as hell. Uh, and the only concerns were his medical. So if he can pass that, I mean, that sounds like a Ravens guy to me. Yeah. A hard-hitting <laughs> linebacker. Um, and, and my least favorite quarterback in the draft is going next. I don't like this kid in any sense of the word. Wow. Uh, the Titans get Jordan Love. I think because he can sit behind... Uh, Tannehill, if they do keep him or whoever they, they decide to keep it, just he's not ready. This guy is not ready at all. Um, again, it's just like... <sighs> The dude makes bad decisions. Like, they did gave him the Mahomes comp because he's athletic, but it's like, dude, like, he's got a good arm, but, like, his accuracy is not there. And they say he has arguably, like, the worst uh, field vision out of any of the top five quarterbacks. Like, he just doesn't see the field that well. Yeah, like, his his difference from his junior year stats and his senior, senior year stats are, like, so significantly different. Like, his senior year, like, there was only a, a three, three difference, like, touchdown to interception ratio was only yeah. separated by three and like his junior year was significantly different and that's why there's a lot of hype around him because like his junior year I mean he had healthy guys yeah. all around him in his senior year a lot of the talented guys on the outside running back uh, coaching change all that stuff kind of really affected mm-hmm. his play um so so that's why people are really trying to give Jordan Love the benefit of the doubt but I definitely understand why you, uh have him going late first yeah and it's funny because he's kind of the polar opposite of what they say Herbert is he's like an outspoken guy who's athletic and it's like they criticize Herbert a little bit because he's not crazy athletic, but he's a great passer. But they really don't like him because he's not a leader. It's like they call him like an introvert. Or yeah, <laughs> like he's an introvert because he doesn't speak up. But, yeah. <laughs> but the big label on Jordan Love, I've literally everywhere I read it said NRTP, not ready to play. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if the Colts do draft him, I even think Jacob Eason is better than this kid. Really, and Jalen Hurts. You know how I feel hey, about even it. even even Mahomes didn't play his first year. So I mean, if yeah. if that is an accurate fit and he is that type of a guy, Miami is th- like, what if Miami went and got like a one year guy? I mean, who do you have him going to the, the Titans? Titans? Yeah, yeah. What if they sign? Tannehill back for another year 
you know what I mean? And then and then kind of gave this guy the reins. Yeah. That'd be interesting to Be- see. Best case scenario, I feel like. And another pack is uh, my my favorite wide receiver in the class, Justin Jefferson. I really like him going there. I feel like he's a big red zone threat. He runs good routes. Um, but the thing is, he doesn't have the Devontae Adams speed. So they have him labeled as the best number two in the whole draft for a wide receiver. Wow. He's just that guy who doesn't have the break. I think he runs a 4.6 or a 4.55 five, or whatever it was. He, he doesn't have the breakaway speed, but he's big and he's a great red zone threat. And I know over the last uh, the last season, how many times did we see the Packers struggle on the one yard line yeah. to get the ball when, when Devontae Adams was in or not? Like that uh, versus the Seahawks, was it? Mm-hmm. When he I, threw the pick unintentionally, obviously. Definitely. Aaron Jones got a lot of total touchdowns last year, yeah. um, but we didn't see Devontae Adams at his best last year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, having those two guys, maybe if they kind of upgraded at the tight end position or even still just having Jimmy Graham and kind of getting a receiver like that, I think would definitely work wonders, you know? And, and yeah. Rodgers isn't getting any younger, so it, it, it's got to be now more than ever. Yeah, and then uh, going to the nine as I have them getting Ruggins. Uh, I think if a safety slips, they're going to get a safety. Yeah. But I think the kid Ruggins out of Alabama is really good. Ruggs. Rugs, yeah, the dude rugs. rugs. The yeah, the dude rugs. <laughs> <laughs> rugs the third, Lou. <laughs> Ruggins. Uh, but, you know, I think he's really good. I think he's fast, and I think he will really help them. I mean, I like Debo Samuel. He was great. Emmanuel Sanders, who knows if he'll be there for a while. Yeah. Kittle, obviously, is going to take up a lot of blocking, but he needs a second option. Like, we saw that they can't stretch the field yeah. the way they want to. And uh, with the Chiefs, I don't think they're going to take this guy. I think he's the best player on the board, but I think because the position is so deep every year, I think they take DeAndre Swift. Wow. But I don't think it happened. Like, I, I think that's the fit for them. He's the best running back in the class by far, most explosive, best downfield runner. But I think they'll let him go and maybe get someone else. But you never know what the running backs. There's just so many that just come out of the woodwork. No, there really is. And I, I have the Chiefs getting the running back too, but nice. but I'll go I'll go to that after. I'm gonna come in with the Ravens and Lou, you had them getting a linebacker. I have them getting a linebacker. Uh that we there were two linebackers that really stood out in all of this. I mean, pure inside linebackers and Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray. Those yeah. are the two standout guys um at the position. But I have them getting Patrick Queen from LSU. I just think he's a sideline the sideline linebacker that, that can really, you know, stop the run, affect the passing game and and cover excellent. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think that these these linebackers can be immediate difference makers mm-hmm. like right now, you yeah. know, like we saw with like Devin Bush and Devin White this year um, for, for their respective teams. And even if like he does have to be coached up a little bit, what better team to go to to coach up a linebacker for sure. than the Ravens? Like, for you sure, know? dude. You know, Ray, Ray Lewis, I'm sure even if he's not on the coaching staff there, that, that he'll do whatever he can to kind of help yeah, the kid out. You know absolutely. what I mean? Um, and come going to the Titans, I mean, we, we saw their offense kind of be um, very surprising to, to a lot of us, mm-hmm. especially when it got towards late in the year. Um, but I think that they're going to try and upgrade defensively. Logan Ryan's a free agent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to try and pay him. Um, so I have them get in the Florida corner, C.J. Henderson. Uh, I think I think he's a really good, fast guy. Um, and, and people talk about him as the second-best corner in the draft. Yeah. So so why, why not pair him up with Tennessee? Um we're going to move to the Packers now. I have the Packers getting that other nasty linebacker that I was just talking about, uh, Kenneth Murray. You know, I don't think that they're going to want to pay guys like Blake Martinez. We saw them go after Preston Smith and Zedarius Smith, but I feel like those are guys that really kind of affect the, the opposing team's passing game. But I think Kenneth Murray is really going to be a, a cover guy and a guy that tries to stuff the run. Um, and we really saw that that's what the Packers were trying to do, what we're really struggling with at the end of last yeah. year. Um, going to the 49ers, I had them getting a, a corner as well. And I just think that Richard Sherman's 
closer to being done than than he is to yeah. still having a lot of years left. You know what I mean? They have Jaquiski Tart. They have Jimmy Ward in that secondary. Um, I just think pairing a, a, another good corner over there um, w- would be beneficial, and especially like with that front seven. If they keep that front seven together and have like two decent corners, which they would in Sherman and, and Tarot from uh, Clemson, I, I just think that, that that would really make that defense come back and be such a threat next year. Um, in the Chiefs, we saw how important Damian's, Damian Williams was in the Chiefs Super Bowl. Um, so I think that they definitely want to keep him kind of in the fold. So that's kind of why I go with, in, with the running back decision that I am choosing, and that's Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Mm. Uh, I know J.K. Dobbins is really good. I know DeAndre Swift is really good. Um, but this guy is a serious bruiser. He tested well, uh, had a lot of comparisons to Saquon Barkley and guys like Brandon Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, so, so if he could really be a bull that can carry the load for them, and they, and then they – they just mix in a mix in a couple of guys here and there with the speed that they have. I mean, that 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 offense could really be unstoppable, definitely, you know. Definitely. But you guys are gonna hear more about the mock draft as we kind of get closer. Uh, th- we just made this mock draft after the combine. We'll have another one at the end of March, and then one right before the draft in April. Um, but Lou, this was really fun. I'm yeah. happy that we got to do this and kind of break it down into three different segments. Um, but but keep on tuning into Since the Sandbox for all your draft coverage. And for all your free agency coverage, because me and Lou are going at it. Since the sandbox, baby. Peace.